What's up, you chubby little bastards? Welcome to episode two of the Chubby Little Podcast. The end of the year is quickly approaching. I'm currently doing a mad dash to clean out my cupboard of all the things I need to review this year. And this is just another in a long list of things I need to do. This podcast is one I've been procrastinating and doing. I'm actually going to be editing and producing some YouTube videos to go along with this because some people are just more visual. If you're listening to this right now, you may be one of those audio people and I appreciate you. Thanks to all you guys out there who have subscribed so far, who have given the podcast good reviews. I'm still learning the ropes here, but I'm only going to get better from here. Today, we're going to be talking about two subjects. First and foremost, Trader Joe's and their Christmas products. You guys know I am a huge Trader Joe's mark. I shop at Trader Joe's weekly, and uh, there's no better time of year than November and December at Trader Joe's. Unfortunately, I slept on November. Uh, I, I, I kind of slacked on October, November, so I wasn't able to do a fall flavor, Thanksgiving flavor wrap-up, but I will be doing a Christmas item top five for you today, so that's in store. In addition, uh, many of you guys knew me as Powered by Ice Cream first, and that is because I love ice cream. I'm obsessed with it. It is my favorite food, and unfortunately, this year was not a great year for ice cream, but nevertheless, I'm going to do my 2017 wrap-up. I've done it for the last two years, and I'm going to do it for this year, and we've got some awards to give out, some Powered by Ice Cream awards. That's right. I'm not renaming them some bitches Pharrell. You can hate on me all you want with your, your high-priced million-dollar lawyers and your, and your stupid hats, but I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing for years. So, without further ado, let's talk about my top five. Trader Joe's Christmas products. At number five, we're going to talk about the Hold the Cone Peppermint Mint Cream Cones. I've gone on and on about how Trader Joe's sucks at ice cream, but what they are good at is ice cream novelties. The Hold the Cones, these little mini ice cream cones are really good, and I really, really love the Peppermint Mint Cream Cones. It's like a chocolate cone. There's a peppermint ice cream, and it's all coated in chocolate. Cam loves them. I love them. They're like 80 calories a piece. You can pretty much eat the whole box and, and not be too fat. So that's pretty cool. Coming in at number four is the chocolate-covered pretzel assortment. I'm a sweet and salty slut, also a dark chocolate thought. So this product is awesome to me. It was They're, they're full-size pretzels, I guess. not They're not jumbo pretzels, but they're pretty decent size. They're not minis, that's for damn sure. But they are covered in chocolate. There's a dark chocolate topped with chocolate chopped almonds version there's milk chocolate with rainbow sprinkles and dark chocolate with crushed peppermint they're all really good you get six of them per package and i prefer the crushed peppermint over all of them it has dark chocolate on top of course and they're all really good there's something in there for everybody you got some sweet and salty stuff you got some straight up sweet stuff you got some dark chocolate you got some minter action so it's a really really great product and i highly recommend that then Moving on from there, more sweet and salty slut action. Nutty Popcorn Trio. It's basically three different types of caramel corn. It comes in a tin with individually sealed bags. But I recommend opening all three bags up, mixing them together, and then eating them like so. Pouring them down your gullet. That's it. Just shove them into your chubby little mouth as fast as you can. There's chocolate almond, macadamia caramel, pecan praline. But it will all blur together in one giant soup of tastiness. And that's the way you got to eat it. There's no other way to do it. Number two, uh, we're going to go with the Covered JoJo's. 
And you know what? I've had a revelation recently. The, the Cover Jojo is coming in a pack of, there's four different varieties. There's a ginger, a dark chocolate, uh, and a milk chocolate and peanut butter. So then there's the chocolate covered, uh, dark chocolate covered peppermint ones. But I realized that I don't really, the other three are cool, but you really just need those dark chocolate covered peppermint Jojos. It's the ultimate, ultimate minter cookie IMO. And last but not least, you guys probably saw this coming a million miles away, but Jingle Jangle for like the eighth year running is my favorite Christmas product at Trader Joe's. If you guys don't know what it is, it's just so much stuff covered in chocolate. There's mini pretzels covered in milk chocolate. There's mini pretzels um, covered in dark chocolate. There's chocolate covered caramel corn. There's dark chocolate covered broken up JoJo's, which are their Oreos. Uh, there's little M&M type things, and there's two different types of peanut butter cups. You guys need that in your life, but unfortunately, most Trader Joe's have already sold out. If that's the case, sorry about your luck. So in terms of Christmas products at Trader Joe's, not much has changed this year. Really appreciate the addition of the mini uh, Hold the Cones. Those were awesome. Nutty Popcorn Trio was awesome, and the Pretzel Assortment was awesome. But I, I always buy the same stuff every year because I just like the same things. If you guys go to Trader Joe's and they don't have Jingle Jangle because it's sold out, I will take full credit for that because I've been singing its praises on the interwebs for years now. Moving onward to ice cream. Like I mentioned before, 2017 was a down year for ice cream. I'm a huge fan of Salt and Straw and a huge fan of Ample Hills. And up until this year, I spend a lot of money on their product. Now, if you guys aren't aware, much of my expendable income goes to food. I don't have much expendable income these days because you know raising a kid costs a lot of money, but you probably know that. The issue is, or was this year, is that um, I didn't want to spend my money. Now, this it's not a cheap thing either. A lot of ice cream shipments from a company like Salt and Straw or Ample Hills run you over $100 for, for, for four to six pints of ice cream. Now, a lot of you guys don't understand that. You probably think it's crazy, but that's my thing. Some people like Rolexes. Some people like fancy cars. I like ice cream. That's my thing. But Salt and Straw and Ample Hills saved me a lot of money this year because they decided to not release anything new. Uh, they re-released a lot of products, a lot of flavors I had had in uh, the previous year, which is great because a lot of them were, were awesome flavors. But I love a variety, and I'm not dropping $120 to eat the same thing, no matter how good it is. Well, actually, I take that back. There are a few flavors I make an exception for, but... For the most part, I'm not going to drop that money again. So it saved me a lot of money there. Also, Little G's Ice Cream, which was my breakout brand of 2016, best new brand of the year, faded into obscurity because the linchpin, the creator, Grace, she's a teenager and she's doing teenage things. She went off to college and probably lost interest as most teenagers do in things that um, can't hold their interest very long. I don't know what teenagers are into these days. It's been... A very long time since I was a teenager and I'm already old enough to not get kids. You know, I just don't get what people are into. I hear a Lil Uzi Vert song. I don't get it. You know, like I just, when did you, when did you not have to, like when did it rap become this, this thing where you don't actually have to rhyme your words and you just mumble or you just kind of sing through a, um, you know, a vocoder and you it just auto-tune yourself. It's just trash to me. I don't get it, but the kids love it. But the only thing I understand is the Rick and Morty. I love the Rick and Morty. 
I love the Rick and Morty, so I get that, trust me. But Grace, I, I can't really, I can't speak for on her behalf too much, but that's the indication I get is that she was going off to college and uh, her business, which despite the fact that it was some of the best ice cream I've ever had, her business was just a hobby. And, uh, you know, she stopped making ice cream about the middle of the year. And the last ice cream she made was not very good, unfortunately, I'm sad to say. But that's it. And so those are three big brands that were responsible for taking a lot of my money and giving me a lot of reviews. And, you know, that they didn't really give me much to work with this year. On top of that, the mainstream brands weren't exactly popping either. I mean, there were some bright spots, and I'll get to that. But for the most part, it was a pretty boring year for ice cream. I said the same thing last year around October, and things picked up big time. But things just never picked up this year. I think I've been enough of a Debbie Downer. I think I should just get into these awards and talk to you guys about about, uh, why I chose what I chose. So without further ado, here they are, the 2017 Powered by Ice Cream Year-End Awards. Let's start off with the most improved brand for 2017. Blue Bunny got the distinction of most improved last year. This year, Blue Bunny did pretty much nothing, which isn't the worst thing. Well, they didn't produce anything bad, but they just really didn't produce much to write home about, save for one flavor. I'll get to that later. They did rebrand themselves, and they even have since improved their packaging, IMO. They've done a lot, a good job at making their packaging look less generic and more eye-catching. And I think overall their flavors are better. This year, oddly enough, the Most Improved Brand Award goes to Ben & Jerry's. That's right. The brand that won Worst Brand for 2016 has won Most Improved. And I think that's really, if you care about your product, that's how it should go. Not that I mean much. Although I do know for a fact they watch my reviews and they're very very aware of my criticisms because they told me so when I went to Vermont to visit HQ. Big up to, to B&J. You guys are really cool. Thanks for not taking yourselves too seriously. And I like you guys a lot. Please invite me back this year. Please, please, please. Okay. Uh, so most improved brand goes to Ben & Jerry's. Now, you probably think this is, is funny because they started off the year in a not so great fashion. They came out with Truffle Kerfuffle, Ode of This World, and Urban Bourbon. Every single goddamn one of them had fudge flakes. It's unnecessary, Ben and Jerry's. You just you don't need that. But I was really harsh. But going back and I've I've rescooped these flavors and I've thought about it more. I was a little harsh. Um, I know you're probably thinking they're greasing my palms because they invited me and gave me all sorts of free stuff, but that's not the case. I still don't think Truffle Kerfuffle, Ode of This World, or Urban Bourbon should even be full-time flavors. I think they're they're fairly mediocre. They're not bad, though. Okay, None of those flavors are bad. But Ben & Jerry's got back in my good graces by going on kind of a hot streak to finish out the year. They hit, hit us with One Love, the Bob Marley flavor. We need more banana ice creams in the world, so they killed it with that one. Um, one Sweet World, which which is basically uh, fish food with coffee or ice cream. Not a bad thing. And then Marshmallow Moon, which came out of the blue and turned out to be pretty darn good. It basically s'mores ice cream, except it didn't suck this time around. So they, they, they improved it there. And uh, the dairy-free flavors, the new flavors of the dairy-free ice cream, especially the salted caramel almond, turned out to be really, really good compared to the trash they came out with last year. One of my least favorite ice creams last year, the winner of the worst ice cream of 2016 was actually Ben & Jerry's Dairy-Free Fudge Brownie. So they turned it around there. Kudos, Ben & Jerry's. You guys uh, you guys did some good work this year. 
Hopefully, I, I've seen some pictures. I'm not going to talk about it because I've been sworn to secrecy, but I've seen some pictures of the upcoming flavors for 2018, and you guys should be excited. That's all I can say. All right, we got the positive out of the way. Um, let's get to some negative. How about worst brand of the year? Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's ice cream. Trader Joe's. Get your shit together, Trader Joe's. You're good at almost everything. Why can you not make a good ice cream to save your life? The less said about Trader Joe's ice cream, the better. But if you think that their ice cream is good, you should feel bad because that's a bad opinion and you should not have that. You should eat some real ice cream that actually tastes good. So I apologize if I just rustled anybody's jimmies, but that's the way it goes. Best new brand of the year. Last year was Little G, RIP. This year, JC's Scoops gets that award because JC's uh, if you guys aren't familiar, JC's Pie Pops was a, was a novelty product that you'd probably be able to see in Publix and other such fine retail locations. But JC's Scoops came out of the woodwork. They, 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 she brought out these little tiny pints that looked like Chinese food takeout containers. And while not every flavor in the lineup was great, I was able to try all of them. It was overwhelmingly uh, a positive experience for me. I'd say the average ended up being seven, in between 7 and 8, which for a, a big lineup is very impressive. Standout flavors included the salted caramel fudge brownie, one of my favorite ice creams of the year, tea and biscuits, one of my favorite ice creams of the year. See a trend here? Uh, and taffy apple and peanut butter and jelly donut, they were okay. There's a couple other ones that you might like more than I did, but got to say, man, I was really – I didn't know what to expect when we started talking on the old social media and I always get put in a precarious position there. I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings when they send me, they go to the effort of sending me all that stuff and we have a personal relationship, but it turned out to be good. And I hope, and I'm, she's, she's, JC has shown me what's in store for 2018, just like with Ben and Jerry's. And I'm super pumped because the quality's there, the cool flavor ideas are there, and I cannot wait to try more of it. All right, we got some positive stuff out of the way. Let's talk some shit. 2017's worst ice cream of the year, 2016's worst ice cream of the year was Ben & Jerry's non-dairy fudge brownie. The first four non-dairy flavors from Ben & Jerry's were pretty whack, but the fudge brownie was especially crap. And uh, I, I really, I got to say this year's worst ice cream of the year is not as bad as that taste-wise, but more about, it's more worth the worst ice cream on principle. The worst ice cream of the year for 2017 is Trader Joe's Jingle Jangle. If... The dairy-free fudge brownie hadn't come out last year. This would have won last year, two, two years running. Worst ice cream, because Jingle Jangle was so amazing. It is a gift from the chubby junk food gods, and to take it and make it into a subpar whack-ass ice cream is a slap in the face to all of us, to all members of the chubby little bastard army. If you've ever tasted Jingle Jangle, if you ever put that amazing creation inside and around your mouth, you know. Then it's awesome. It's straight crack rock. If you can't and you can't put turn that into an ice cream, you need to retire. Like it should have been a, at worst a mediocre vanilla base with a shit ton of mix-ins, and you guys can't even do that right. You can't even do that right, Trader Joe's. You let me down. I thought you'd go back to the drawing board, and make it better this year, but you didn't. It sucks. It's a bad ice cream, and you should feel bad for making it. Get better, Trader Joe's. Back to some positive stuff now. This is going to be funny to talk about because it's all, it's almost going to be strange to even to even <laughs> to even say. So 2016's best ice cream brand of the year was Salt and Straw. 2017's best ice cream brand of the year, 
also salt and straw. Despite the fact that I've eaten less salt and straw this year than than the last three years, it doesn't matter. The stuff I had, awesome, exceptional quality, and the stuff they re-released that I didn't buy was they were flavors I've already had. So I know exactly what's going on. Had I you know retried all the flavors that came out this year, there would have been, you know, another three or four tens on my list, even though they would have been repeats, still classic flavors. And, you know, they came out with this flavor this year, the one uh, new flavor, the apple frosting caramel crackers. It was a flavor designed by a kid. It turned out to be crazy good. You know, um, the re-release Cinetopia was a, uh, a sham, uh, a bamboozling. So I don't hold that against them. They're still the best they are at what they do. And I just hope that they kind of mix it up next year. I know they want us, they want, they're, they're, they're spreading out, you know, they're expanding and they have all these new shops and they want to, they want to do stuff for them. But don't forget about the little guy. Don't forget about Portland and don't forget about the people who've been supporting your product from all around the country. Thank you. I've said my piece, but salt and straw, you the MVP, you the best. Just keep doing what you're doing. Just, just break us off a little bit. All right. We're running out of time. So let's, let's talk about my favorite ice creams of the year. Bona Bona, based out of Brooklyn, New York. Their holy cannoli flavor, spectacular. I hope that one day they are on goldbelly.com and they ship. Wink, wink. Awesome stuff. That's a 10 out of 10. Blue Bunny's Cookie Butter. I said Blue Bunny didn't do much this year, but they did release that some bitch. And for that, I'm thankful. It's awesome. Ample Hills, once again, not a lot of great releases this year, but Amp, Big Ample Circus, awesome, awesome stuff. I already talked about JC Scoops, uh, Salted Caramel Fudge Brownie. Salt and Straws, the Apple Frosting Caramel Crackers, just talked about that. Awesome stuff. Uh, Little G, RIP. Maple French Toast, one of my absolute favorite ice creams this year. And now we're at the top of the list. It is time to, to give this award, but it is a bittersweet moment because the winner of the 2017 Powered by Ice Cream Best Ice Cream of the Year Award goes to Little G's Fluffer Cookie. That's right. A flavor that you will not ever be able to taste from a company that no longer has nationwide distribution. I'm sorry for teasing your D's like this, guys, but that's just the way it is. It was peanut butter ice cream with a thicker than a Snickers marshmallow swirl and tons of Oreo pieces. And I'm so sad that not only that little G is gone, but that flavor, that flavor just was so exceptional. And it's a goddamn shame that no, none of you guys, if you haven't had it, are going to get to try it. So there it is. 2017 was a pretty whack year. I hope 2018 is a little bit better. But I hope you guys enjoyed listening. I hope I didn't bore you too much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. I will see you guys next time. And have a Merry Christmas, you filthy animals.